Hi, my name is John Durr, and I'd like you to join me and my psychedelic sidekick, Dr. Gonzo, on a musical exploration here on, and this one's introduced by, on community radio station 3CR. Dr. Gonzo, and this one's introduced by is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by I first met John Durr playing in St Kilda cult band The Editions that featured Fred Negro on drums. I was a constant visitor to the band's sharehouse mansion in Ackland Street, even recording one of their cassette albums from an old three-ton truck with wires coming from the house and across the pavement to the mobile recording studio. I also interviewed John and the rest of the band on my radio program on 3PBS Radio when the studio was housed over the road from the group's house at the Prince of Wales Hotel. John Durr's musical style was particularly influenced by Kiss and he insisted that the editions attend a concert by the group when they played Melbourne. I also enjoyed conversations with John about his love of Tamla Motown and soul music. Nearly four decades later, after a long career recording and releasing blues artists, John Durr has finally released his first solo album, recorded during COVID lockdown. The album... Fading Rainbow Blues is a mix of John's original songs and interpretations of some of his favourite folk blues tracks. John Durr joins Dr Gonzo to present his album Fading Rainbow Blues on, and this one's introduced by, on Community Radio 3CR. Hi, my name is John Durr and I'm here to discuss my first solo recording, Fading Rainbow Blues. I'd like to say thank you to Paul Elliott for the opportunity and thank you to all you 3CR listeners who support live local music. I have been a record company owner, a producer, a manager and done a lot of things in the music industry over the years. So I thought, hmm, maybe finally time for me to do my own recording. Now, the only issue is, what kind of recording will I make? There are so many roads to take. The first step was to get myself together. No easy task. Many years of not playing an instrument had taken their toll. Secondly, what material? Eventually, I decided to go back to the start. The first blues tunes that I learnt on the guitar seemed an obvious choice. One slight problem. You cannot undo awareness, and my awareness of skillful playing had grown appreciably since I was a teenager. Many hours of back-to-basics ensured. Then, what format? My initial thought was to do a totally solo guitar voice album in the style of the old country blues. Some rudimentary recordings very quickly convinced me that it wasn't going to impress. Well, me for a start. Whilst wrestling with this conundrum, I was reading W.C. Handy's autobiography, Father of the Blues. In the book, he describes one of the first times he experienced a blues combo. They were showered with money, he states. 
The combo was guitar, violin, mandolin. Okay, that was it for me. If we're going back to the start, let's go way back. Here is the first tune on the album, Candyman. When first attempting to play blues on guitar, I tried learning the Mississippi John Hurt version of Candyman, but the complexity of the finger picking was way beyond me. So I adapted the lyrics, simplified the guitar greatly, and here it is. But what to make the subject matter? The initial recording had lyrics that in this day and age sound kind of cheesy and misogynistic. So I decided to make it about the opioid epidemic and OxyContin. Tough subjects.
Next up, we have Pony Blues, Charlie Patton's most successful recording. I was listening to a lot of his material before recording this album, again to familiarise myself with the very beginnings of recorded blues. Hard to get his diction and phrasing, but he has powerful presence. Certainly the most influential of the early folk blues artists as far as lyrics go. He wrote what he saw. Love in Vain Blues. No, not the Robert Johnson number. This is a Bo Diddley influenced tune. I added the tremolo part as I love Bo's use of that effect in his recordings. Bo was such an innovator. I met Bo twice when he was staying at the Diplomat Hotel in Ackland Street. I lived over the road. He was a wonderful, gentle soul and a real inspiration.
Fading Rainbow Blues. Ma Rainey used the opening line in one of her songs. It is such a good metaphor that I had to build a whole song around it. Ma Rainey is often overlooked as a seminal influence of the blues. She was the first to combine the rural folk blues of the South with the vaudeville tradition. I listened to a lot of Ma Rainey while getting ready to make this album. Her vocals had a huge influence on me. Adapted from an old Ma Rainey song. Ma Rainey should really be called the mother of the blues. She took the blues to a whole level of sophistication and wider audience. I changed a few of the lyrics around because I really feel that although I loved her versions and love her lyric writing and singing, um, some of the lyrics just didn't feel appropriate.
Goodbye to My Rider Blues, a blues tune that I wrote kind of in the style of Skip James's piano playing. I love his piano playing. The answering riffs to his voice has a wildness that is compelling. This is my take on it. And I have to give a huge shout out to Anne Harris. Anne plays violin and mandolin on my album. And on this particular track, she has created a whole symphony all of her own bat. Thank you, Anne.
Hello, this is John Durr speaking. You're listening to And This One's Introduced By, where the artist introduces tracks from their album with Dr Gonzo every Wednesday evening at 11pm on Community Radio 3CR. Mama Let Me Lay It On You, a trad jazz band in Canberra, whose name I've long forgotten, used to do this number in the 70s. I knew it from Bob Dylan's first album. Instead, it was a reworking of an old tune first released by the Harlem Hamfats in the 1930s and then subsequently recorded by Blind Boy Fuller amongst many, many other blues artists. John Hardy. I first heard it on a Lead Pelly EP that I purchased in my teens. I still don't know why, as I'm confused that I even heard of him. Anyway, the opening song was John Hardy, and it is a powerful piece of music, that booming 12-string along with his voice. I thought, yeah, i got to do a version of that. Man. He carried you guys every day. 
St. Louis Blues. As I mentioned prior, I was reading the W.C. Handy autobiography when I was getting ready to make this album. So I thought, well, I have to do this. This was his first, I guess we'll call it, hit. This is my adaption. Handy called himself the father of the blues and was an excellent self-promoter. A well-schooled musician, he took folk blues he heard in the South and transcribed it for mass appeal. One of the first blues songs to succeed as a pop song.
It's going to hurt me too. Such a great sentiment, so necessary for these times. Versions have been recorded by everyone, from Bob Dylan to Tampa Red, Elmore James to Eric Clapton. A line that, in its simplicity, demonstrates great empathy. The refugee crisis was in the news and I heard a total lack of empathy, not just from politicians, but also those I knew, which often shocked me.
Thank you for listening to my album and for the short introductions that we have recorded here. Thank you again to Paul. I just want to say a big thanks to Anne Harris, who contributed violin and mandolin on the album. Anne is a brilliant artist, lives in Chicago, USA, and her contribution was magnificent. She, just, she went totally above and beyond. Also thanks to Jimmy Hocking and Jenny M. Thomas, who also contributed to the album. I mixed, recorded the vocals, etc., and did it all in lockdown in my office, which was interesting, we'll put it that way. Thank you again to Paul Elliott for this, and thank you again for listening. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr Gonzo, and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time. We would like now to depict in song a tragic incident which happened recently down at the Phillip Island Berry Penguin Parade when 17 Japanese tourists lost their lives. Now, th these Japanese tourists were told, not just in English, but in their own language, as we all know, we've been down there, they were told not to take flash photos of the fairy penguins because... We're Australians. We know that the fairy penguin believes that when you take a flash photo of him, you steal his soul. These Japanese tourists were told they didn't listen. The shutterbugs that they are just had to take flash photos. The fairy penguins became enraged and 17 Japanese tourists went down in a screaming heap of blood and feathers and regurgitated fish. And we'd like to depict this terrible, terrible incident for Australian-Japanese relationships in song now, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen closely, you'll hear the plaintive cry of a lonely fairy penguin chick in its burrow waiting for mum and dad to come home with the fish that never got there. Sad, isn't it? Here they
those fairy penguins this time. But they'll be back. Thanks to John Durr for introducing the songs from his album Fading Rainbow Blues on And This One's Introduced By. We just heard The Fairy Penguin Incident by the Pete Best Beatles. We'll be talking about that track and others from their legendary album Stench of Wealth on next week's program. Let's shake that thing with the sensational Alex Harvey Band.
walking down the street minding my own affair when two policemen grab me and I'm unaware they said is your name Alexander and I said why sure they said you're the cat that we've been looking took me to a little room where the bright light shines there was ten poor souls like me standing in that line I knew I was the victim of somebody's evil plan when a stupid looked at me and said Prosecuting me. That man wanted to find what was my pedigree. He said, Where was you in the other June 1963? Then them cats with their rubber hoses started giving me the third
That was a sensational version of Framed by the sensational Alex Harvey Band, written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, originally recorded by The Robins in 1954. On the 17th of January in 2003, we lost a great Australian singer. Rene Geyer, born in 1953, recorded 15 studio albums and four live long players. Masquerade comes from Really Really Love You, live at the Dallas Brooks Hall, released in 1976, followed by Midnight Train to Georgia from 2003's Tenderland, originally recorded by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Thanks for listening to Community Radio 3CR. sing a song that was written in about 1938 that I stumbled over in uh, 1948 <laughs> no, I found it about three years ago on a Nancy Wilson album and decided to um, use it <laughs> I'd like to do it for you now Your eyes don't shine like they used to shine, and the thrill is gone when your lips. Meet mine I'm afraid The masquerade Is over And so is love So is love. Your words don't mean 
what they used to me they were once inspired now they're just they're just routine I am afraid the masquerade So is love, oh darling. So is love. Guess I'll have to play Pagliacci. Get myself a clown's disguise. Then I'll learn to laugh like Pagliacci with tears down in my eyes. You look, you look the same. You're a lot the same. But my heart says no, no, you're not, you're not the same, I'm afraid, the masquerade is over. So is love And so is love It's all over And so is love so thank you thank you Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You are. the man 
So he's leaving a life he's come to know. Said he's going back to find Ooh, what's left of his world A world he left behind Not so long ago in time I'm gonna be there yeah on a midnight train to Georgia I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mind he kept
is a word I'd rather live in his world Than live without him in mind All aboard, all aboard, all aboard Midnight train to go Station. Mm -hmm.